0: All right, Brian, let's turn our sights specifically to this game, get some predictions in uh, for Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. We'll finish up some of this audio uh, from the locker room, some more insights from Dak Prescott, some insights from Tony Pollard ahead of this one against the Packers and and kind of break things down. Before we do that, you know, I got to say thank you to our wonderful partner here at Love of the Star. It's Boomer Jacks. And I know you guys... Because I've seen it on social media. You're tagging me and Brian in it. We see it. You guys love Boomer Jacks as much as we do. And we love that about you guys. Boomer Jacks is the perfect spot for whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for a great, you know, happy hour location for you and your coworkers, Boomer Jacks is where I would recommend. If you're looking for a nice night out with the family, Boomer Jacks is the spot that I would recommend to you. If you're looking for just a spot to go watch the game, any of the games, you know, basketball season's in play. Uh, You've obviously got football on the TV. If you want to go watch the game, Go to Boomer Jack's. That would be my recommendation to you. Boomer Jack's has great drink specials starting at $3, the coldest beer around. You're not going to find colder beer than at Boomer Jack's. And I got to tell you, Tuesday and Wednesdays are the best days to go at Boomer Jack's because they got wing specials for you. Tuesday, it's half-price bone-in wings. Wednesday, it's half-price boneless wings. So go to Boomer Jack's. Get yourself hooked up. Wall-to-wall TVs, live music, a wonderful atmosphere. You're going to be glad you went. 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, uh, you know, we, we've we talked about the fact that, you know, we mentioned on yesterday's show that Dak Prescott has, has had some trouble in the cold weather before. Um, you know, he hasn't put up some of his best games there. It's supposed to be in the 30s, like low 30s by the time kickoff is there. I would bet we're into the 20s. By the time we're near the end of the game, the sun set a little bit and, and we're, we've progressed. Oh, it's going to be
1: dark. It's going to be probably dark when you kick that ball off.
0: So there you or go. It's, it's going to be cold. To it. It's yeah. going gonna, gonna to yeah. be cold. We'll have already hit the high and been tracking down a little yeah. bit by the time they play. So we've talked about this. I'm glad it got brought up today during media availability. Dak Prescott asked, how do you prepare your guys for this cold weather in Green Bay?
1: Just for the guys to make sure they're staying warm on the sideline. I mean, I don't think 30s is necessarily that cold. Um, you look at this, the history and what it can get down to. Um, I've played in that weather before, and I don't think that's near the coldest. So, um, yeah, just for us to stay warm and understanding that, yeah, we've got to do that on the sideline and don't, don't sit there and let your your joints and bones tighten up on you because we've got to be ready and with the defense that we have at any moment.
0: You've been uh, you've been on that sideline in Green Bay. Is, is Dak right there? Will you? You're, if you're standing up there, is it easy to to almost tighten up a little bit in that cold weather at times?
1: It takes a lot out of you. I, I remember uh, I, I watched in five years of working for the Packers, I've watched the majority of the games that we played in five years from the sidelines. And I've stood in minus eight, you know, minus three. I've stood in 32 degree weather too, you know. Um, Yes, it could be far worse up there. Uh, The thing that they're going to have to be ready for is the field, the field conditions. Um, The air is usually wet this time of year. It gets cold. And then the dew on the field, uh, it collects as you get later in the day. And as that game will wear on, the field will become extremely slick. And you have to be mindful of that. The Packers know that. Mike McCarthy knows that. And I think Mike McCarthy's team knows that.
0: Oh, what yeah. De- we, we we had CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott. We don't have the guts here, but both of them talked today about how Mike McCarthy has harped on that all week and talked about the type of cleats they need to wear and that they yeah. said they are well aware of the field conditions on Sunday.
1: Yeah. And, you know, uh, Mike McCord and Bucky Buchanan do a great job of, you know, doing all those guys do a great job of, of taking care of the team and know what exactly what they need when they're up there. Um, it's going to be real important though, that, um, you know, the, the thing that, the thing that you have to worry about and you know, getting cold is one thing, but the, you know, the thing is when it, it's, it happens every time, you know, when you're, when you're on a good run and you're playing great defense, you're on and off the field and the offense is going, you know, that, that keeps everybody in the game. But when you get one team when say, for example, if Dallas goes on defense and Green Bay just decides to start running the football and they have great success doing that, and it turns into a 12-play, 13-play drive for 75 yards and 10 of those plays are running plays, that's hard because now the offense is standing over there getting cold, and then all of a sudden you go back out there on offense and you go three and out, you punt. Defense is out there, they give up another drive, Now the defense, you know, the offense has now stood there and watched, you know, a team just, you know, milk the whole first quarter of the game. You know, that that's hard. That's where that, you know, that's where it's, you know, if you're a team that's moving the football, playing really good defense, you know, that complimentary football, the balance, everybody's staying involved. You'll never feel the cold, but you get to a game where one team starts dominating the other. It gets real cold real fast, and you can see those teams that are getting beat will be huddled around those heaters, you know, like, let's get this game over with. So it's, it's going to be about getting three and outs for the defense, and it's going to be about trying to drive this football if you can uh, for the offense and score points every opportunity that you get.
0: Dak Prescott has played in three games this season, Brian. They have all come at home. So he's been healthy for four weeks out of the season. It's been three games at home and a bye week, and now he's finally getting on the road. Dak was asked about the challenge of playing his first road game of the season.
1: I feel like the challenges were throughout the week, just making sure our communication um, is on point, nonverbal. I understand you're going into a place uh, like Green Bay that has the history of of being a a loud place, a chaotic place, but then obviously you add the circumstances we're coming in with – yeah, we're sure it's going to be an electric environment, but just making sure we have all our, our communication right. And once the ball snaps, there's no different. It doesn't matter where you're playing.
0: You've uh, been at Lambeau for several Cowboys games. How do Cowboys fans travel to that stadium?
1: No, it's a, it's a destination place. And you're catching it really uh, early enough in the year where, you know, if, you, if, if, um, if I were to recommend to go to a game at Lambeau Field, yeah, go to an early November game, middle November. Once you get near Christmas and the end of the year and all that, that's where you get to the temperatures where there potentially could be, you know, seven, eight degrees, or, you know, you just don't want to sit through. That's very uncomfortable to be a part of. Uh, but these games when they're 32 degrees, temperature dipping down into the you know, high 20s, you know, that's that's okay. You can bundle up. Uh, the thing that you're going to know in this game is the crowd will be different. They're loud. Uh, they – but sound of them clapping with gloves on is a whole different sound of it's that muffled, that almost a <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's, and it's all the crowd and, and they get into it and they're a very, they're a very uh, intelligent crowd. Uh, they know when to, when to, to cheer, when not to cheer, when to, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great environment for football. It really, really is. And, you know, for a long time there, the Green Bay Packers were, outstanding at home people have found a way to kind of get the best of them here as of late but it'll be a a much different environment for the Cowboys
0: let's take a look at the injury update Thursday is the big padded practice day it it kind of tells you a lot let's look at Green Bay first there are four significant injuries likely keeping guys out of the lineup this week Um, I I mean one of them we already knew was definitely out of the lineup that was going to be Rashawn Gary he's done for the year Uh, big time pass rusher for them Uh, It appears Romeo Dobbs is going to miss this one with an ankle injury. He still has not practiced. He didn't practice on Thursday. Uh, Linebacker Devondre Campbell looks to be out for a second week in a row with an issue. I think that's a significant injury for them because Devondre Campbell had played well um, leading up to getting hurt in the Buffalo game. Yeah. Um, and so that's a tough one for them to lose, especially now with Rashawn Gary out on that side. And another defensive player that they're going to be missing, it appears, uh, cornerback Eric Stokes, the rookie. CeeDee Lamb actually mentioned him at his media availability today, talked about how he liked what he had seen from him on film, thought he looked like he's got a promising future. Uh, but Eric Stokes, the, the chatter around Green Bay is he very likely could go on IR soon following yeah. his injury against the Lions. So four big injuries there in Gary, Dobbs, Campbell, and Stokes. Uh, they've still got a number of guys on the the injury report: David Bakhtiari, uh, Mason Crosby, uh, Russell Douglas. You know, Aaron Jones, guys like this. But you know, we we moved on from the portion as you mentioned. You thought today, watch, we're going to see most of those guys are not DNP's. You're going to see a lot yeah. of limited. There was a lot of limited, a lot of changes there. So looks like they will have some of these guys like Aaron Jones and Alan Lazard. So so some key pickups there for the the Packers. Uh, for the Cowboys, Anthony Barr still did not practice this week. He's out this week. I don't. There's zero chance. No. he, he, was, yeah, in, he was in sweats. Uh, doing. Uh, he was on resistance cords with Tyron Smith. Actually, good to see Tyron Smith out there doing yeah. resistance cord work. Um, but then the the other one, the big one, we're watching there, Ezekiel Elliott. And I gotta yeah. say, I know you left off yesterday. We were talking about this was gonna be a big day for him. I think he looked good what we saw and I don't know what you've heard Brian if there's anything positive there but I think we at least had a a more positive day today I know we felt 50 50 yesterday I at least feel a little better maybe leaning towards he's able to go this weekend
1: yeah I think you're absolutely right um you know we are kind of thinking about well you know if he didn't do anything today then they would be in a situation where he probably wouldn't play but talking to people in the organization they felt like he had a really a better day than yesterday been able to do more. We'll see what he does on Friday, but at least it's trending in the right direction. Again, we'll, you know, the you and I won't have an opportunity to talk again, you know, on the podcast, but at least today was a positive day. And uh but they also said this though, you know, if he didn't have a positive day, then there was going to be, hey, these games come quick. I know I mentioned that in the last podcast we had where it was You know, it was like, you know, we get him ready for the Vikings, get him ready for the Giants. But uh, at least I think he's trending in the right direction. We'll see what happens. You know, on a field that we've been talking about, Bobby, it's going to be a little bit slick for this game.
0: Running the ball is undoubtedly going to be a a big part of the game plan, I would guess, for the Cowboys this weekend, with or without Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, The Packers allow a lot of yards on the ground. Um, And even though they're second in the NFL and passing yards allowed, there's a bit of smoke and mirrors to that. They're middle of the pack, about 15th in the NFL in net yards per attempt. So it's not that they're, you know, the, the reason for the the being second in the NFL and just raw passing yards allowed, it's because teams haven't done it. They've had a lot of success running on Green Bay. They yeah. haven't needed to. Uh, and now with Eric Stokes out, that clearly makes them a little bit more vulnerable. But but obviously, there, there's going to be a, a big running element to this game, just given the weather given the way the Packers struggle with that, given the slick field conditions and how tough that may be uh, for the team to get vertical in in their passing routes and everything else. Uh, Tony Pollard talked to the media today and had an interesting kind of back and forth talking about his ability to handle more touches specifically. And you'll hear this at the start of the question from Todd Archer, after Skip Pete had kind of indicated last week, "Hey, you know, we, we kind of want to keep Tony Pollard probably capped around 30 snaps." Uh, here was a, the interesting exchange about Tony Pollard and his workload uh, with the media on Thursday.
1: Skip was saying that 30 snaps is kind of like where they want to keep you at. Are you trying to say I got more, I can do more? Yeah, I definitely could do more.
0: How, do you tell him that, or how does that? Um, it's understood. Okay. <laughs> 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 he said, you uh, tell him that. You said it last week. Did you tell him?
1: since the bye week? No, nah, I hadn't talked to him about it, but I'm pretty sure he didn't mean it exactly, like 30-play cutoff. Right. Yeah. He
0: said uh, after your long touchdown in the fourth quarter, they were like, all right, I'm done for the game. Is that, is, that, is that what you said and felt, or was it more kind of, kind of?
1: That was more of a joking, you know, not really like, I don't got anything left, more like, you know, it's pretty much, you know, ready to let the young guy go in there and get some work. So that was pretty much what that was. Yeah.
0: Interesting there that, uh, boy, he, he was quick to push back against the idea of Skip Pete saying he's capped at 30 snaps. He's like, no, nope, I can handle more than that. He's joking. I can handle more. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, should. there was discussion about him saying I'm done, like he was kind of gassed or whatever you know, on that Chicago run, the mic'd up segment. And he, he, again, came back there with, no, that was a joke. That's more like get the young guys in there. That's all I meant there. I'm good. This is a guy who clearly wants to or, or believes he can carry the ball more. He's had that line. You call it, I'm a haul it. And, and that's clearly how he feels about it. Um. Ryan, do you think we see Tony Pollard with or without Ezekiel Elliott pass the fourteen carry mark this weekend for the first time in his career? I
1: think they're going to have to do it if he if he plays. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to have to carry the he's going to have to carry the ball more than fourteen times, and I think it'll be for the good of the Cowboys because of I don't think the the Packers secondary tackles particularly well. You know, I, I feel like their safeties have have had some issues in the whole. Uh, Savage has had some issues tackling. So, yeah, we'll see with, uh, you know, this group. And, you know, Tony Pollard, that ability to make people miss uh, could be super productive uh, in this game. And so, yeah, if he carries the ball more than 14 times, there's probably a pretty good chance the Dallas Cowboys are going to win this game.
0: One area where the Packers have been really good this season, Brian is on third down, the defense specifically. They're allowing just 32.7% conversions. That's second best in the NFL. How important are our first and second down going to be for the Cowboys, do you think, this week to make sure that they're not in third and long situations and kind of playing into the Packers' hands on that?
1: Yeah, I think there's going to have to be that, you know, when you look at how Kellen Moore is going to call this game, he has to be very mindful. You know, I, every run. That if it's one, two yards, three yards, four yards, whatever, you got to keep after it. And I'm not trying to be crusty, just run the ball guy. But when this team does have balance, boy, it just helps Dak Prescott. And it sets up other opportunities with the back, with the waggles and the boots and the, you know, those types of games that they like to play and getting the tight ends involved and gets the other guys open down the field. You can't get, even with Gary being out of the lineup here for Green Bay. You know, Preston Smith can still rush the pass.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: you know, and this, you know, and talking to people around the league, this game against the Packers, the off, the way the Packers play defense is very similar to how you see the Rams play defense. So the Cowboys have had, what did the Cowboys do against the Rams? I know the Rams, is different personnel. But they ran the football. Yep. You know, so if you feel like that, you can get in some schemes and some blocks, down blocks. Uh, you know, angle blocks, whatever you have to do, by all means, get into that. Because that game plan against the Rams, it wasn't about throwing the football. It was about running the football and and having some success and playing really, really good defense. So uh, I'm all on all board for uh, just not saying have balance to have balance. But I really, really do believe this team is so much better when it's not heavy one way or the other. But if you get into a mode in this game where, you know, where, where Tony Pollard's playing and he's having some good touches. If Zeke's playing, he's got good touches, keep it going. Or, you know, with Malik Davis. You know, Malik Davis has shown some good things too. So, by all means, you know, if you can load up and and make things difficult for this Packer defense uh, to have to do with your physicality playing in the run game, go for it.
0: With Aaron Rodgers struggling like he has, is there a case to be made that Aaron Jones is the best player on the Packers?
1: I think, you know, I was talking to people in Green Bay on Thursday about. He's really
0: good. He's really, really good. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's, and I I was asking them, like, listen, hey, uh, is that guy not going to play running back for you guys this week? And they're like, no, no, he'll play. He's, he's, he's one. You're right. He's one of their better, he's one of their better players. And, you know, that's, that's what they're going to, that's what they're going to lean on. I think this is a, I think this is going to be a game where both teams really try and establish running the football. Yeah. And whoever has the most success is doing it, uh, is going to put the other team in a world of hurt.
0: Yeah, Aaron Jones has played against the Cowboys twice in his career. In those games, Brian, he had 134 yards from scrimmage on 20 touches. And then in the other game, he had 182 yards from scrimmage on 26 touches. And he's scored five touchdowns in his two career games. So he is definitely going to be a big focus for the Cowboys. And it's not just the Cowboys that he's done this to. He's put up some monster games this season. He is a really, really good player. And with the way the Cowboys have struggled with, you know, physical runners and, and issues like that during the season, He's definitely going to be a big factor on Sunday. Prediction time, Brian brought us. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, give my score, since I know that you've been grappling with this one a little bit. I feel confident the Cowboys win this game. I just think they're better than the Packers. I, we haven't seen that the Packers have been able to consistently put points on the board in recent weeks. Uh, and, you know, you're talking about the way the conditions are going to be out there. Give me the Cowboys in this one. I'll take Dallas 27-13. to 13.
1: You know what? I, I've been... <clears throat> Excuse me Bobby, I've been going back and forth on this because everybody that I trust and love and care about are telling me how bad the Green Bay Packers are. Everybody. Yep. It's like, no, this is I talking to guys in Green Bay. No, this is not the same team. It's, you know, they're going to have problems with Dallas. I really 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 want to believe that. I really want to do that. And you know, I there's a side of me that I can't believe that Green Bay would lose 6 games. I really not with Aaron Rodgers a quarterback. And I think this is one of those things. I think this game means a lot to Mike McCarthy. I kind of feel like it means a lot to Aaron Rodgers, too. And that's what scares me a little bit. So I'll say this. I am going to pick the Cowboys. I think this is going to be a tough one. I I, I can see this thing being I I see this thing being twenty six twenty-three. Dallas when it winning the game. And but we could get back here on Monday or talk about it. And if Dallas lost this game, I wouldn't be surprised. But there are so many people in my life that I like I said, I trust and care about that know these teams. And they're just adamant. Green Bay is not a good team. Green Bay is not good right now. Green Bay, and I'm thinking they still got Aaron Rodgers quarter, You know, and they still got that running back. You Absolutely. know, they still got they still got Preston Smith. All it takes is a slip by Anthony Brown in coverage on Alan Lazar. All it takes is a a, a slip. Uh, by Peyton Hendershot on a waggle, and it turns into an interception. And now, you know, all it takes is a, a, a fumble by Turpin or something. You know, it, that's when you're a better team, you just you play in a way that you just don't make it a doubt. Don't make it. A, I just think this is going to be a tough game. I do have the Cowboys win it like again, 26-23.
0: You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.